Hello and welcome to the podcast edition of today's show. If you don't listen to the on-air show, it's just the podcast. We're glad you're here. Eric Chase and the fam uh, in podcast time. It's 3.33. Give you like an hour of content here. Always song free and commercial free. We swapped co-host days so that Philly T could have a little reunion with Ashley. So Alex is here with a Friday fan favorite, Miss Urbanski. Hello, ladies. Hey. What up, though? How did Madigan enjoy her very first St. Patrick's Day? She loved it. Oh. What did she do? Did she have green beer or shamrock shakes or green poo? <laughs> yeah, we had all the green alcohols. And, uh, no, she just, we dressed her up and, um, that was pretty cute. We, uh, we did venture out to Sean's Irish Tavern. Oh. Um, we were, <laughs> we were feeling daring. Uh, so we just kind of hid in the corner. Um, but that was fun. So. She, she was, uh, a, a well-behaved infant. Yeah, she's really she's really good. So like we can take her pretty much everywhere. Um, so was was yeah, there debauchery good. at Sean's or was it kind of chill and laid back? It was just loud. Like mm. there, you know it. It was busy, but it wasn't packed because um, everybody was still pretty spread out. But it was just loud. I would say is the only thing. So. Um, can I? Alex, with you having nephews, and now, uh, Bethany, you are the mother of an infant. Um, I'd like to pick your brains, if I may. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Wow, Alex, that was terse. Was it? Yeah. Okay, sure. go, for, go for it. Um, so, uh, uh, we'll call her Amanda, um, the, the, girl, the girl lady. Um, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Sunny in mid fifties tomorrow. Sunny in I think mid sixties on Sunday. She has her son this weekend. Um, he's about three and a half. He's autistic, and I believe he is. A, he's nonverbal. Um, and uh, we were brainstorming. I, I've been going over at her place. I've been getting coffee and going over at her place on Fridays. And uh, I was trying to brainstorm some ideas for for them to do something this weekend. And all I could come up with. So. I mean, maybe it does or doesn't go without saying he doesn't like loud places. And the Metro mm-hmm. Parks are probably going to be pretty busy. Um, so I suggested the library. And um, he likes to read or whatever he does with books. He That's likes, probably a good idea. He likes Pete the Cat. And uh, so I suggested the library. And um, then maybe they could they could make some food, do some baking. And she's like, well, not everybody's going to There's not enough people to eat. I'm like, it's okay. It's the baking experience that he might enjoy. I would also say maybe the botanical gardens. Do you think that would be crowded? I don't think so. I mean, it's big enough to where you can be at a distance. I'm there might not be enough to entertain him, though. That's true. Yeah, at least in the metro parks, there's some some kid-friendly areas, some, some playgrounds at certain ones. But they're probably going to be super busy with other loud, rambunctious children and the same loud, rambunctious adults as well. So they could try it. I mean, they, can, they live in... in in a centrally located place where they can pop around in different metro parks and maybe they'll find a sweet spot. But I thought the library would be good since they're all open and people will likely be outside enjoying the day and maybe a little baking. Yeah, that would be nice. I'll ask um, I'll ask my friend Jamie because she also has a daughter who's nonverbal autistic. And um, I'll ask her like what if there's any good things to do on a nice day. 
Okay. Cool. I appreciate it. Um, it was, I mean, it was cold last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any night I would climb a bridge. Oh. But I would definitely do it on a warmer night. If you don't know, a woman climbed one of the towers on the high-level bridge in the middle of last night, and it took, like, all of the fire department to get her ass down. And she did get arrested. I don't know um, where we stand right now. I did see one person comment that she was dared to do it. She was, like, 21 years old. Oh, my God. Um, But the right questions were asked, like, why is she arrested? Why are police involved? Well, that's just how we do things. That doesn't mean that... Other people can't get involved and say, ma'am, are you okay? Are you suffering from any type of mental illness? Or how many fingers am I holding up? But even if she's not, and this was a dare or something like that, um, the right mental health questions should be asked. Because <laughs> as an adult, you should know better than to, to do something like this. But and that's where not knowing right from wrong and all these things come in. But yeah, a lady climbed the high-level bridge last night at like 3.30 in the morning or so. And she's... Um, She's been arrested, and I don't know where she is right now. Um, How did I not hear about this? (laughs) I heard about it this morning, and the thought of it makes me nauseous because I don't love heights, and I don't understand, like, you know, at what point is a serious discussion had about, like, the willingness to participate in risky behavior? (laughs) Right. You you know, the only other thing that I could potentially see, you know, did she have a T-shirt on that said hashtag hashtag stop Asian hate or something you know what I mean like was this for some sort of ish social justice issue awareness or you know because I feel like that happens every now and then even then it's it's an (laughs) unsafe and bad idea to do that oh my god even if there's not a mental health diagnosis in play Mm -hmm. it's just an unsound decision to climb a bridge yeah can we all agree to that is that do we have any Bethany, you're, you're silent. Does this mean you, you would climb a bridge? No, absolutely not. I'm not climbing a bridge. <laughs> Ben's like, ah, you know, I like, can do it, given the right day. <laughs> but I don't I do not do heights. Yeah. Yeah. At all. So, like, Same. it wouldn't even cross my mind. But, Same. yeah, no. And I, I didn't see it. Well, my, my news sources in the morning are, I go to the Blade News Slide app, and then um, I'm on Twitter as well, but I didn't see it anywhere on Twitter, I didn't see this story until God, almost like nine thirty, ten o'clock this morning. But yeah, this this is a this is a big deal, and it's it's interesting to me that, um, so, oh, Alex, hmm. uh, Amanda is kind of connected. She knows the person, the police officer who was spit on by the unison person. Did you oh. see that? So wait, what? So, I did. Yeah, I did are, see that there was some. Things? I saw that there was an assault of an officer, but I didn't realize it was bodily fluid assault. Yeah, this uh, this guy was acting wild at unison and threatened to kill people, and he spit on an officer. So this week we've we've had an officer spit on and a lady climb a bridge. If you would have made me bet a month ago, I would have said that's completely, you know, almost par for the course on St. Patrick's Day. But neither were connected to St. Patrick's Day at all. But it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. And, and yeah, that guy spit on a cop and a bridge climber. It's been a week, ladies. Deep breath. Yeah, you know, spitting's not actually, that's not out of the out of the ordinary. When, it, when you're, ref- like, especially if you said they were at unison. So when you're referring to, like, a behavioral health um, company, you know, it's not that far out of the ordinary. But it, it is still, like, ugh, you know? 
He did have the added thing of he wanted to kill all the employees or something to that degree. So Yeah, I, we've had that a time or two as well, which has been, it. you know, it's interesting. It's been an interesting week for me also. It ended as crazy as it started. We're not going to talk about that though, right? That's, no, that, definitely not. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's been no. a, it's been a weird. It, it's been kind of weird for me, I guess, the last seven days. And Janet's like, "You're all clear. You're good to go. March yeah. is going to be great." So, yeah, I mean, great and all Janet's stuff. Love her dearly, but everything is everything is relative. Topsy turvy. Yeah, she said that, and I was like, mm, "Are I don't we know. good? <laughs> are we good though?" I mean, every, everything. Like, Logically, it might be fine, but I feel like we're all a little insane right now. Um, what do I want to get to? Sorry, I'm all over. I'm a little scattered today. Bethany, um, how successful was um, stepping out? It was good. Um, we it's hard to gauge like how many people actually viewed it and and all of that, but we did have a, a really good number of people that registered. Um, for the event site and uh it's it's been you know slowly slowly raising the funds um everything is still up so you still have time uh the auction and the raffle will end tuesday night so yeah the 20 23rd right go to ts and click on stepping up and you can still if you haven't seen it, um, and I, I would Let's like to, I would like to think that um, most of the people that listen to the podcast support things that we do. One of those is TSA. Um, I would also think, even if you don't like TSA, even if you hate TSA because the lottery didn't pick your child, maybe they weren't artistic enough. I don't know. Um, you would definitely like what's in, what's in the Yeti, which is filled with thousands of ounces of alcohol. So <laughs> go for that auction, right, Bethany? Oh yeah. It's, it's fantastic. So, yes, it's all up until Tuesday. What's the fascination with Yetis? Can somebody explain this to me? I know it's a really good cooler, but I've seen a couple pictures and they're like, oh, my God, I got a Yeti for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, yay. What's wrong with the, like, what's the cooler that you get at, like, a Walmart Coolio or something? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like an igloo. I, yeah, you know, igloo. I, I, don't, I don't know where it started or, like, what what made it like this hip you know and and have all the hype behind it but i will tell you that i have two yeti cups um one is like a 16 ounce cup Mm -hmm. maybe that i put like hot liquids in and then i have another one that's like a 30 ounce cup and it has a handle on it and that thing i kid you not i can fill it with ice like ice water before i go to bed and the next night it will still have ice in it like, these cups are fantastic, especially in the summertime, because, like, I'll, you know, fill my water for the day, and by the time I get to work, it's completely melted. And these cups, like, it stays cold and delicious for so long, and it, it really, like, has helped my hydration level, because I feel like it stays cold, and it's yummy, and I can put a straw in it. Um, so... In that aspect, like it's worth the $30 or whatever that I pay for the cup because I mm. know that I'm going to use it constantly all day, every day, 24-7-365, uh, which I do. Um, but I and I assume that the cooler is, is just as good about keeping things hot and or cold. 
Interesting. Um, but like, it's, you know, it's one of those brand things that it's like everybody gets hype on these Yeezys. People are just hype on the Yeti name. But I, I can back Car up that heart. it works. So, mm. right, right. Like, I can, I can back up the fact <laughs> that this is quality stuff. I have a Yeti. Uh, it's in my kitchen in my cabinet. There's an Autobot Transformers logo on there. It was a mm-hmm. gift, and you've fr- probably never used it. It's a, it was a gift from the lovely Bethany one year for the holidays, and I've, ne- <laughs> uh, I've never used it. I'm sorry. I just Dude, don't. I'm ha- you, I just don't have don't use for you it. Like, but you do like in the summertime. You want to like sit outside with like no. ice cold beer, no. and your beer is warm within like ten minutes. No, no, I don't want to sit out. What? I, I, I have places to sit. You guys have both been over my place. And no, I don't want to sit outside. Um, I love to sit okay, outside, you don't so like, I get it. Like, I get it. It's it's early in the morning, and you make this really nice pot of hot coffee, or not even make it in your house. You go to your favorite gas station, because I know you like gas station coffee. No, Or you I go don't. to Panera Bread. I go to Panera. You your, you know, your, your Panera subscription, and you get that delicious coffee. If you put that in this Yeti, by the time you got done with work, it would still be hot. But I want to drink the coffee, not see how long it, it holds its temperature. No, you can drink the coffee, but what I'm saying is that by the time you get done with work, it doesn't have that cold, nasty, congealed coffee-ness that so, happens when you just put it in a regular mug. So there's a few reasons why I, Alex would not qualify for Yeti interest. I love <laughs> lukewarm water. So I love water that's like the temperature of the room. <laughs> so I don't need ice. Don't give me any ice because I, do I, I don't want it. And then, like, I drink my coffee too fast, so it usually doesn't last until it gets cold because I only have it in the morning and I'm trying to, like, get it all in there so I can start my day. So I have seen good things about the cooler, and literally somebody said, oh, yeah, the cooler is bear-proof for those folks that go camping in, like, Tennessee or something or oh, the Carolinas. See? There you go. <laughs> but I'm just like, eh, okay, I understand the fuss, but it's not related to something I do or need. Similar to Carhartt, right, Eric? Yes. Um, everybody <laughs> wants to wear Carhartt until it's time to do Carhartt things. Um, hold on a second. I got to knock out a quick traffic report. Um, but Bob, we've got three accidents to put on your radar. Broadway at Navarre, a new one with a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder, 75 southbound after Wales Road. So you can have some slowdowns in that area. Also an accident. We're still looking to clean up South Avenue east of Detroit. That is your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. I don't know if the bear thing... Hold on. I don't know if the bear thing is a great selling point or a bad selling point. Yeah, I I could tell you because people will want to test it out. Like, let's see. Let's get a bear over here and see if they can get in our Yeti. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) All I know is that when it's summertime and I want to be sitting outside in the pool drinking my White Claw or my truly or whatever it is that I'm feeling that I want to stay ice cold, I put it in my Yeti and I can stay out there for four hours and that, that drink is still going to be ice cold. Yeah, that, Alex, the snobby, yeah. snobby lady with the pool. <laughs> I was going to um, say a pool. The snobby, I'm coming but over. It is above ground yeah. and it is not fancy, <laughs> but, but a, it does the job. For there, there's a beautiful deck surrounding it, so it's it's hey, listen, I judging. above ground. I'll um, get an above ground pool in a heartbeat. We got the nicest deck in the neighborhood. Good for you, girl. You live off Hill Avenue. Um, <laughs> so there was a low bar to cross. Um, shut up. Shut up. Uh, you just drink your beverages faster. 
No, I want to sip it and uh, like enjoy mm-hmm. it and make it last. All right. Well, thank there you. There it is. Thank you for the Yeti. Um, I still know exactly where it is. Alex, if you would like, if you'd like a, a gift to give to a Transformers fan, I can uh, re-gift something to you. It's it's quality stuff. I mean, Bethany obviously <laughs> swears by the stuff. It's never been used. Um, I, I'll say this. I, I've never been uh, a water bottle person. Mm. Usually when I'm home, I'm constantly drinking water, so I'm properly hydrated. But when, uh, when the pandemic happened and the gym opened back up, they stopped the water fountain. Um, you could only fill your water bottle from there. You couldn't take sips anymore. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I bought one of, like, I see people with water bottles everywhere. And I bought one of those water bottles. It was 25 bucks. And I've got to say, it was a really good purchase. It doesn't keep things at the temperature in Yeti style that Brittany, uh, Bethany, what am I saying Brittany? I'm thinking Brittany Murphy. We'll get to that. That <laughs> Bethany evangelizes. But this this water bottle was a good purchase. I bring it into work every day. I fill up with the crappy uh, filtered water with it not being cold or hot. So it's not Yeti, but it's a good water bottle, and I'm shaking it here with me. I just it's good can for never, the environment. We can never keep things in our home because I will get something. If I buy myself a Yeti because it's perfect, Thomas will then really like it, take it for himself, and then it's lost somewhere or broken. We have a Bubba. Has anybody ever heard of a Bubba? Uh, is that like that really big barrel-looking yes. thing? Yeah, I've seen that. Yes, what exactly. Abubba is, is a gigantic, it's like a gallon container for water that is like insulated like a, like a Yeti, so you can put ice water in it, it'll last all day. Thomas was getting like dehydrated and swollen legs in the summer, and, and it was really hot, so I bought him a Bubba. Guess where the Bubba is? In the cabinet, and it's been there since I bought it. <laughs> and it was it's expensive. Like- it was like Yeti <laughs> price. Yeah, those things are like the size of a, um, uh, like a mini keg. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Yeah, I see some people with those at the gym. They drink their gallon of water, even though I don't think Planet Fitness allows you to have that. But yeah, that's another that's another thing right up there with Carhartts. You bragging? I don't look. I'm all about the workout fitness lifestyle, but you bragging that you drank a gallon of water? You can go fuck yourself. Good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Wait, wait, wait to stay on top of the one thing on this earth that you need to live, water. Good job. I applaud you. <laughs> I'm in a very, like, I'm in a very weird mood today. And with Yeah, that, you're sassy today. I know. I'm super sassy. I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. It just, it is what it is. Yes, What's I love up, you. girl? I love you too, Maddie. Get, I know. That, he's sassy today, Get Maddie. that five head. <laughs> I have a five head. Me too. There. Uh, there are, I don't think I've ever talked about this, so I'll bring it up. And this is where I allow you guys to, thank you for letting me think differently. Um, and I I have to be careful because I threw this out on Twitter the other day and I said it on the air, but I tried to be very careful when I did it on the on the show. It'll air later on tonight. There is, um, there's two OVI checkpoints tonight, actually right near me. One at Springfield High School, one down the road at the Wolf Creek YMCA. It's dumb that, dumb but legal that they have to announce these things. But somebody on, somebody like a producer at 13 the other day said, today, like St. Patrick's Day, today is not the day to drink and drive. Um, There was actually a press conference on Tuesday from some local law enforcement saying, we're going to be out. You know, we're going to be patrolling St. Patrick's Day and over the weekend. To that, that girl or woman's tweet, I said, no, today is exactly the day to drink and drive. So they can catch and lock your ass up because... Um, if you drink and drive, I absolutely want you to be caught. 
Um, because you should never do that. Not in the ride-sharing culture that we live in now and all the friends that will come pick you up in the middle of the night for whatever it may be. So, yes, if you're going to drink and drive, please go to the OVI checkpoints because you, <laughs> even though you are inebriated and not thinking right, you know better. You know when you've had too much to drink. You know you've gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. Stay the hell out of your car. Call an Uber, call Lyft, even if it's a three-hour wait because it's a busy night, fine. It'll cost less than killing somebody, and more, and it'll cost less than you losing your license and all the legal fees that you're going to rack up for getting a DUI. But if you're going to, with all the patrols out this weekend, this is the weekend to drink and drive. So have the hell at it. You can get caught. I mean, sure. But people, I, I, why is it legal to have to announce it? It's a law, it's a law thing. It's, Why? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, they have to announce these or um, at least pass it along to the media that that this is happening. I mean, I would prefer for them to. Um, I don't know. I guess I would prefer if they're going to announce something. I would prefer for them to do this than those cops who have like the speed guns and they're hiding, like really hiding, because and the camera guns. I'm sorry, the specific right. the camera guns. Because, like, you're not then pulling them over. You're just taking a picture. But um, I don't know. I don't love that they have to announce it. I get it's a law, so they don't have a choice. But it, it's, I know. it makes it a waste of time, in my opinion, where, you, where like, 10%, you might get 10% of the drivers out there that are driving, like, without a license or without insurance or intoxicated when you, sh- when you may get 30% or 40%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it- I agree. I don't, I don't understand why they have to... But they have to tell you because then they're just going to avoid it. Right. Yeah. Guess like where, I would do. Guess where we're not, like somebody on my side of town, guess where we're not drinking tonight? Anywhere on Airport Highway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that where it is? Uh, essentially, um, like from Springfield High School to the Wolf Creek Y, which I can easily walk back and forth. That's totally my neighborhood. And there's a lot of, uh, when they have these, there's a lot of checkpoints over in the Springfield area. But yeah, it's like, hey, we're over here. So if you're going to drive drunk, don't do it around here. Do it somewhere else. So I have, I'm sorry, I just yawned. I have a confession. I have gotten, like I've gotten stopped. I have not gotten stopped at checkpoints before because even if I know for a fact I haven't had, it's like during the day or I know I haven't had a drink or like I'm not, you know, my license is good. My insurance is good. I still avoid them because I don't like to be stopped. It makes me nervous. And then if I'm nervous, then it'll alert them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I avoid them at all costs. So if I see one up the road, I'm turning the street before it and trying to find a way around it, even if I know I'm good. Because I'm not yeah. just going to want to pull up and be like, hey, officer. Like, I still kind of, I still get, like, increased heart rate, nervous, probably a little sweaty, and I fumble over my words. <laughs> yeah, they so, make me nervous, too. Yeah. Same with me. And last time I checked, both Bethany and I are clean white people. So we have like nothing to be afraid of. But no, I, 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 get, I, had, I get nervous too. I had like, there was one time I saw a checkpoint and, you know, I take a stronger, I get prescribed a stronger ibuprofen for my slew of medical issues and I keep it in my car and I keep it like in, I have a glove compartment and then I have a shelf above my glove compartment that's open so you can see it. And I keep it right there. And I was like, oh my God, there's this big ass <laughs> pill bottle like right here. They're going to think like, literally this is what went through my mind they're gonna be like uh what's that ma'am and then i'm gonna say oh it's ibuprofen well let me check it 
<laughs> you know, yeah. I was, I literally went through all of that in my mind. Let me check it. And then went through all the horror stories about how some people have, have had drugs planted on them before. Not that anybody in Lucas County would do that, but, um, you know, it happens. And I was just like, oh my God, I was so nervous. You guys tell me, I can't recall any stories of someone being profiled during an OVI checkpoint. And as I'm, as I'm processing that thought to throw out for discussion, I'm wondering if it's because they're usually not in urban areas per se. Can any, yeah, can, but I'm sh- just because you've never heard of it, I'm sure it has happened. I know, I know. Um, um I haven't, I, I don't know if I've ever heard of somebody profiled in that way. Like the checkpoints we had in Cleveland were in more urban neighborhoods. Those were most of the ones that I had been in before. Got it. Um, okay. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think so. And I, like Bethany said, I'm sure it's, it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like somebody gets pulled over out of nowhere just because they're black and they have a nice car or something like that. So, right. But again, like at least around here, how, how many people of color will go through this checkpoint tonight? <laughs> Mm, I don't know. It depends on if they uh, listen to the news and know it's there. 10%. Wow. (laughs) 10%. Um, Is this, this is on airport. Is this past like the spring meadows towards the actual airport? I think I saw one there. No, no, no. no. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I'm sorry. So Wolf Creek is on one side of 475 on my side and Springfield high school is on the other side of 475 Mm -hmm. past spring meadows. Yeah. Wolf Creek is like down Pennsylvania. Yeah, mm. uh, mm-hmm. it's not toward far. Heather Downs. Yeah, well, it's not even, but it's not even that far. Like it's a, you could throw a ball from St. John's to Wolf Creek. Yeah, oh, that okay. sounds right. Yeah, so it's that general area. Um, well, good so, luck to them. So if be ev- safe. If everybody <laughs> that was popping things off at Unique and Agenda over the weekend, and their places are closed up, have decided to come out to Airport Highway, and you want to get lit. And whatever you want to get faded, is, is that right? And and drive out okay. eight to two OVI checkpoints. Good luck. Um, more dumb shit. Have you guys come across? Uh, have you seen the letters NFT? Yes, I think so. Don't ask me what it means. Was that a poop that I just heard? <laughs> no, it was my like raspberry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Lip rolled. Listen, I know it's like NF- a wet one. <laughs> I know what NFS means, but not NFT. What's NFS? Not for sale. Got it. NFT is a non fungible token. Never would have knew that. What the heck does that mean? And I have just gotten somewhat familiar with this. So this falls into the culture of like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Oh. So let me throw oh, this out. Listen. So I, I'm not going to, I'm not a disbeliever in all that stuff. Maybe in a hundred years, people will be the new Bill Gates because they invested in it. Not my thing right now. I'm not going to mock it or anything like that, but NFTs fall in that. And so someone designs a digital graphic and then they sell it. Oh. Mm-hmm. That is a non-fungible token. And there's a guy, I think, named Beeple, who does this. And pieces of art of all kinds, audio clips, have been sold for lots of money. Yeah. Like millions of dollars. And I don't get it. 
Um, somewhere I'm I'm missing one plus one equaling two because I look at it as if I make something in Microsoft Paint and it's a picture of the dogs and someone, like I say, this is art. I have created this. And I put it on the internet and people can buy it. Like they can buy the original file and they'll pay millions of dollars for that. What about everybody else who has copied and shared it onto Reddit? Like I get it. There's an original file and then there's a million copies floating around in people's phones and all this stuff. I get the difference. There's difference within the data, but I don't understand how that's different for most of like the human population. For instance, um, I mean, it's probably just like a copyright on an, yes. you know, on an audio file. I mean, you know, the, you can have the original file and then you can have a million other copies of that original file. The the skateboard guy from TikTok, I think, is selling. An original video of something he's done for millions of dollars. But the reason I finally bring this up is someone somewhere. Now, it's only for like $86 or some type of cryptocurrency, but they are selling audio files of fart noises. Of course they are. Damn it. I missed my calling again. Damn. First, it was OnlyFans foot thing. And now this. Yeah. Shit. Listen, I, can you knock them? If you can make money on anything, right. why wouldn't you sell it? I, I agree. <laughs> I completely. Just like Philip. Why is he not making money off of his sister? <laughs> I don't know. I agree. I completely agree. And it, if, at least in this subculture, if you make something and you call it like, and you throw it into the NFT landscape, someone. Like that noise you just made, Bethany, someone uh-huh. might give you $13 in cryptocurrency for that. That's well, crazy. I hope so. Please call me. So if you guys are bored over the weekend, I'm going to look into this. I'm fascinated by it because this subculture is going nuclear with people <coughs> buying things, people making things. There are like high level DJ producers who are making specific NFTs and I, I just... I don't get it at all, but there's lots of money involved in this thing. I feel like there's literally just about anything you can kind of get, you, you know, you can go viral. And if you go viral, there's opportunity for maybe like it's an a company wants you to sponsor their ad. So they'll pay you. You know what I mean? Like just about anything you can do can kind of pick up and go viral. I shared a video of like... Um, my my nephews one of their little friends i shared a video of her and then google reached out to them to that to the parents and said can we use your daughter for a commercial for alexa and they oh, got money what? off of it yes literally google some i don't know how the hell this happened still unsure i shared it this was years ago on my page Ladies, and i'll literally be right back so keep this going okay so <laughs> I shared it on my page. She was, it was the little girl was trying to call Alexa, but she couldn't say Alexa. So she's like, Alexa. And like Alexa wasn't responding to her. So she just started screaming louder. Alexa, Alexa. And then like literally a little while later, somebody reached out to that, to them specifically, the parents of this little girl via their social media, I think, and said, Hey, we love this picture of your daughter can we use it? We would like to use it for ads or commercials or what no have you. No way. Listen, I I'm know. out here trying to get my kid to be a model. So <laughs> and, 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 some money. and so <laughs> that's, that's how I was like, that's how Google does all their damn commercials where they have like just little clips of normal people doing yeah. 
normal stuff. And I was like, that's probably how they figure it out. I did that for my nephew. I put him on TikTok, tried to make him famous. It didn't work. It didn't work. I mean, I, I, I'm glad, like, I would rather that than them just like pirate it off of these people's Mm -hmm. people's pages. And then all of a sudden their face is on a commercial and they're like, what the heck? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that they actually reach out to these people and offer them money or compensation of whatever kind. And so like, that's cool. It's um, crazy. And it, it, they probably realized that, like, yeah, with, with things that go viral, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that seeing real people in real life is probably more interesting than if they would stage a commercial. So, yeah, that's probably why they, you know, look, it's for, genius. look for those things. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm back. Absolutely. Hiya. Like, uh, the other day... Um, I don't remember. It was probably Facebook because I think Facebook does like the timeline reminders or whatever. Yeah. But it was like a year ago that day that remember that uh, British guy was doing that interview and his little girl like walks in yeah. to the office and she's like, "Why are little glasses?" And she's like walking up, walking in, and then the kid comes in when the and the. The nanny walker or something, and the nanny or the I yeah. think it ended up being his wife like storms in and grabs the kid and pulls him out. I could I laughed so hard when that when that when I first saw that video I laughed so hard I probably peed my pants, and then it popped up again that it was like a year ago and I was like oh my gosh we've come so far in mm-hmm. this quarantine like mm-hmm. oh it just killed me. Hold on so, one second. It was the funniest thing. Um, more traffic stuff. Uh, but you're. You're a thousand percent right. I saw that too, Brit. Why am I going to call you Brittany? What? Why are I we back on know. this? I will hang up. <sighs> Four accidents to pass along. Broadway at Navarre still a situation. Something new. Central at 475 at 23. So watch out for that area. Um, we've got a disabled vehicle with the right shoulder and slow down 75 southbound after Wales and one more accident South Avenue east of South Detroit. That is your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. People need to get together. Yeah, lots of lots of. It's windy still. The wind was knocking so my little my little nugget car around the the last two days, and I don't I don't love it because I wonder if people can see me. I'm like, can people tell my car is shit and is just getting pushed around all over the place? <laughs> yeah, it's just I just don't like getting in and out of the car. Like, I feel like my door is gonna blow and mm-hmm. pop off the hinge. Well, you're little too. You could blow away at any time. <laughs> I could. You're right. But no, there's a, uh, there's. It's kind of scary. Like you're not sure when that gust on a windy day like this. You're not sure when that that wind is gonna hit, and you open your door, and it's like, oh shit. Sorry about that, buddy or lady. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, like I had a door that was permanently messed up because I opened it and the wind hit it and like, you know, opened it too far, kind of a thing, and. Oh, it's such a nightmare. So then, like, from then on, it made a weird noise when it shut. Oh. I was so mad because I'm sure it just bent out of whack, you know. Wind is a terribly underrated uh, meteorological nuisance. Yeah, it is. Like, t- sure. Today is a nice day. Not warm, not mild, but it's cold when the wind really kicks up. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Sun- uh, Sunny's over here whining. About like a what? Baby. <laughs> I don't know. She, I think she's outside. She either sees another dog or she wants her bone. Um, I saw that TPS uh, teachers and administrators that are in the teaching federation they're going to get a two percent raise. And Very good. That's nice. I'm always fascinated. And I, I don't know if we talked about this amongst us before, but I'm 
fascinated by what people make on um, their too. salary. Um, Bethany, you might remember on the old show, um, we we just like fell into this bit. Megan wanted to know how much somebody made, and then we made a we did a weekly bit like we asked people how much they made. Um, and I know that that's kind of a taboo thing to talk about, and I'll pick my spots, but I'm just fascinated by it for the sheer information of it. So today I found out through reading the story, prior to the raise, a teacher with just a bachelor's degree getting into TPS uh, was paid $40,000. A teacher at 15 years with a master's was paid seventy-three, and at the very top of the pay scale was eighty-four grand. So this gives me the opportunity to once again say what you what you could potentially make or not make is out there as you go down the path of or potentially go down the path of higher education i so yeah but you have to weigh that against what i mean eighty five thousand dollars is way more than i make but it's yeah. still not a lot when you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in school debt exactly so you kind of you kind of have to weigh how much that degree is going to cost you versus how much you're actually going to make to compensate for that. Is well, there still that benefit of student loan forgiveness, though, if you are a teacher in a public school? Possibly. Mm. I don't I don't know where that stands right now, but I know, yeah, it was a thing. Okay. Like, That's you had great. to have 10 years in the system or something, and then you could apply for some loan forgiveness. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's great that that's, that's out there, but this is just a reminder. And I know, um, Alex, you know, you're, you're one of the people who got hit with this um, and, and all the loans that you have now because college is a bit, higher education is a business and mm-hmm. make as much money as possible and to make it so painful for people years removed from college. But here you go. Like there, there are numbers out there. So this is another opportunity that I want to take to go. When you're seeking out higher education, look at what you want to do. And like Bethany said, um, is what your earning potential is going to help you when it comes to whatever loans or debt that you have to take on. Um, I, I knew all along when I was getting into radio when I was younger, obviously I wasn't, I took myself out of higher education, but I knew two things were going to be pretty obvious. Um, I was never going to be relatively rich or make a lot of money. And I was probably going to have to move around a lot. And, and those yeah. are two pretty big, important things. Like if I was unwilling to move frequently, then I should not have gotten into media. And I'm glad I was able to figure that out. Um, it was part of my learning process. And while I wasn't, I didn't learn that in college, I learned that by, you know, some of the opportunities that, that I was able to take advantage of. But please, just, and this is easy, like let the math make the decision for you. And if you're going to take on X amount of loans and debt, and you know that for how many ever years you're only going to be able to make $40,000, maybe you want to do something else. <laughs> But you also have to be careful. Like, I advise the kids that, you know, want to go somewhere really fancy just to get their bachelor's. I'm like, take a survey of how many people are actually have a job in the right. field of their degree, especially a bachelor's degree. Like, make sure that, you know, you're not paying so much for your bachelor's degree that if you have to get, you know, a different job than that, than that degree, that you can still pay it off. Because it's not a lot of people continue on and, and have a career in what their bachelor's degree is. If you want to go on and be a doctorate or whatever, like probably more likely if you're a specialist that you can get a job in that field. But, you know, just a bachelor's degree, like don't don't break the bank to get a bachelor's because you might not even get a job in that field. And you're and you're in a pool full of 
many other people with the same, you know, level of education. Or, yeah, or you might not even need it if you can acquire the, like what I did, if you can acquire, if you're fortunate enough to acquire the experience. Sure. That would be commensurate with a bachelor. And then, Bethany didn't even know this, but she made another great point. While you're doing all this, either your early 20s, your mid 20s, and you're like, and you're complaining about um, the debt that you've taken on compared to what you're earning, use birth control. <laughs> for real kids i just so i i may this may be a, a unpopular opinion and i don't mean to like offend anyone but when i read that the starting salary is actually a lot uh higher than i thought it was like me too. A, a solid like five grand higher than i probably i thought it was yeah me too well and it probably depends on the school too i'm not yeah I, yeah that's know? true it's probably general but i'm not saying that like teachers don't deserve to get paid more. They absolutely do. And I'm happy to see that there's an increase coming there. But then there, that then also shows that they're not far off from other challenging professions as well. You know what I mean? Like the conversation has always been about like teachers get paid chump change. Not to say this is a representation of what all teachers make, but that's actually not too bad. And it's TPS, which yeah. is a struggling school system in the state of Ohio. So that shows me that other school systems might have similar things. Alex, you hit the nail on the head. I'm, I was surprised at that number as well. Um, I thought that number would be in the high 20s maybe. And let's let's look at it through this spectrum. Um, let's go at the bottom there. You, you get a bachelor's and you're, 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 you get a bachelor's. You're out of school. You want to be an English teacher um, or, or whatever you might be. And um, some middle school and TPS calls you up and you're what? We'll, we'll say, you know, 24 years old. And you're gonna make forty dollars, forty thousand dollars out of the gate. I would say that that's better than most people your age. It is. It's certainly more than what I was doing. And I didn't make forty thousand until me a couple either. years ago. So. Yeah. yeah, me either. Yeah. So that that and this is where, yes, should they get paid more in a lot of situations? And unfortunately, we say that when teachers, when there's some kind of traumatic situation going on and like these people deserve more money it's like the the pandemic these people deserve more um yes but like on a friday like today and that lady's cashing that check you're forty thousand dollars you're probably making like a thousand dollars a check so two grand a month maybe a little bit more and you're 24 25 years old maybe you're living at home sure maybe you would like to have a place to live but you know there's a lot of things that affect things and if you're coming in to a $40,000 a year job right out of school with a bachelor's. That's not bad. You're yeah, you 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 might never have the earning capacity to make 80 grand a year, but you're starting ahead of most people. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. So that was why when I saw that again, I'm not trying to and this doesn't have anything to do with discussing the how difficult a teacher's job is. We know that. I won't take that away from them, but that's not, you know, like that's not bad and I think it speaks to like a larger issue that, and you, Eric, we've talked about this. I do believe that compensation and salaries should be a lot more public because it then would just aid. Me too. It, it would aid us in being able to have a level-headed conversation about teachers that now that we, you know what I mean? I'm just using this as an example, right. but now that it's, you know, a little bit more well-known what they make, I mean, I'm sure you can look it up and you can find averages, but also when you're, when you're a certain employer, like it, I know for women, having salaries, you know, public is very important. That way we can understand if we're getting paid less than 
our counterpart who's doing the same job right. happens all the time. It happened to me that, right. and so it ha- that's why I feel like you know. And, and I just interviewed someone who didn't know how much the job was, and then when they found out, they didn't have an interest anymore. So it was just a waste yep. of time. I think it should be more public, um, and there should be more accountability when it comes to pay and wages, so that things like this maybe don't necessarily happen. Another traffic yeah. report. Hold on. Busy oh, afternoon. Still still an accident situation. Broadway at Navarre. Another accident central at 475 and 23. The sh- uh, no, that's it. Uh, we've, got, we've got several accidents to be aware of. Broadway at Navarre. Also central at 475 and 23. Um, but two accidents have been cleared. 75 South Bend after Wales and another one South Avenue east of South Detroit Avenue. That is your Cumulus Toledo right now. Traffic. Have a safe Friday afternoon commute. Very good. I have no idea how you do that. I would just be a babbling machine. Well, it's taking me a while what, to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice day, but anytime there's inclement weather, I do not know how people cross 475-23 on Central Avenue yeah. because I cannot see where I'm going or where I'm supposed to go. If it's raining and dark or, like, there's snow, oh, there's mm-hmm. no, like, you don't know where to go because it crisscrosses. Yeah. It's so dangerous. That's why I like the dividing diamonds in Perrysburg. Where they're, yeah, you're, you're on the wrong better. side of the road, but there are barriers. Like, you couldn't, like, you're a pinball. Like, you're not getting out of those things. Yeah. Right. Um, Alex, back to your point. Um, I think, I know we've disagreed about this before. I, I don't think you need to list the... Um, the, the the salary or benefits for a job like specifically just do the interview and then you like this employee said no thanks like go through the process but as the employer that's a that's a complicated web because that would mean you know that's what i mean like time, yeah. it, it's a little bit of a waste of time yeah to me it's a little bit of a waste of time and then as an employee i may have been working for Especially, I mean, and I guess it's some of it is on you. I've asked for raises myself and went through the work of arguing why I feel like I need them. But you know, I may that may not have been. I don't know how to explain it. Like if if my my coworker is getting paid two bucks more than me and we're doing the same job and I didn't even know it, and here I am like breaking sweat trying to ask for seventy five cents. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a. And I'm not defending that by any stretch of the imagination, but there are there, there are other things that that come into play with that. How long has that co has that coworker been there longer than you? Sure. Is there tenure involved? Um, and I you make a good point about wasting the employer's time, but they get to get some intel on on a person as well. And from what I can see, we all hear these damn commercials, Indeed, Job Hunter, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part. A lot of the work has been taken out of sifting through resumes through by algorithms for employers, so they can just get get down to the nitty gritty, and you're only really going to get serious serious people. Yeah, it has, it has. It's just a it's a complicated web. I was actually happy to see that 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 was a salary for um, TPS teachers. I do believe that they should still earn more, but they're they are not far off from other jobs at entry level, maybe a little bit higher, like, you know, that are also challenging, like case, case managers get paid less than that. And they're required a bachelor's degree and they're working, there's a high degree of um, risk when you're working with certain populations in the community. So, um, and stress, you're, you're way more stressed doing that, especially with what some of these agencies asking people now. Yeah. So they're not far off and that's, that's nice to hear. Um, here, here, I'll, I'll throw some of my timeline out there because it's been long. So, um, 
when I moved to Detroit and I was still a part-time employee, I got 29 hours a week and God, it was probably like $7 then, but I was able to supplement it because I was able to like host clubs and Uh um, DJ. So I pulled in money that way. And I actually like took a pay cut when I moved to Orlando for my first full-time job where I complained to my dad that I didn't want to, I didn't want benefits because they were taking money out of my paycheck, but I made (laughs) $25,000 to do that morning show. And then I think when I moved to Saginaw to do uh, that job, I made $27,000. When I moved to work at Tower 98.3, it was $32,000. And at that point, I was like 26, 27, 28. And then the last one I'll throw at you, I think, yeah, when I was at, when I moved to, or when I lost my job at Tower 98.3, and I started working at a station in Allentown, I made $35,000 a year. So I hope that pr- provides some parameters and perspective of, wow, you really did move a lot. Wow, you really didn't make a lot. Yeah. So. I mean, that's that's very true. It's, uh, we all have had, that was actually one of the catalysts to get me back into school was because, uh, you know, what I was making was, I was just like, uh, the amount of stress and how much this, you know, how much I'm getting paid is just not enough. I was working two jobs and it was still a little bit of a struggle. So I was like, I'm going to go back to school and see if I can work on some things so that eventually I could get paid more. Now, no, like no shade. I went into mental health services and nobody goes into mental health expecting to make money. But <laughs> here I am. Um, so, it, you know, you never know. But yeah, it's I, it, I don't think people really realize that. And I think also people are so busy chasing more money and chasing like raises or higher paying jobs that they don't actually acknowledge that like you can work with what you have and also celebrate some of your, um, some of your accomplishments. I'm making a lot less than when I worked over at iHeart and the percentage pay cut I took voluntarily. I mean, these were the circumstances, the stress and distress was equal to the pay cut, um, that has been alleviated from me because of how, how ruthless, that place, that place was, and how they ran oh. their business. Uh-uh. Hi, Bethany. Bethany, I'm here. Oh. Did, did did you switch boobies? Is that what it was? No, I'm trying to entertain this this little one and talk uh, at the same time. Um, does anybody? I have a couple other things floating around, but does anybody have anything else they want to get to? I don't think so. What do you have, Bethany? Anything? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, I saw a lady today that maybe somebody knows. Her name is Danielle Harbinger. Sorry, Arbin, Arbin, Arbinger. Danielle Arbinger. Um, she's from California, and she moved here to, in 2006. And she, I think, either won or she got a little spot at the mall. It was a battle of the pop-up. I remember this competition mm. from a couple of years ago. I, I think I... I talked about it with Casey and her thing was called Guac Shop and she turned that into a big business and now she has, uh, what she, she won something called the 2020 Excellence Award presented by the Center for Innovative Food Technology, which runs the Northwest Ohio Cooperative Kitchen in Lucky and Wood County. And she's going to be presented with that on March 31st. Who likes guac? I love guac. Have you ever come? Amen. It's so delicious. Have you guys come across her stuff? It's it's what it's just called the guac shop, and I guess she I has it not. at Churchill's and other places. No, no, but I need to find out about this. Yeah, yeah I, I have not. Guac. I'll support that lady. Um, yeah, me too. I think I posted that on the show Facebook page, and um, yeah, good for her. She, you know yeah. what? I wish I could do what she did. I miss food from back home. She moved uh, from California, I think from California to here. Yeah. She's like, I miss the good guac, so she made her own. 
Yeah, yeah, that is that's really cool. I wonder what is she doing that now independently, or is she st- is just still like a side gig? Do they uh, say? I think that's her job. She oh, said wow. she didn't have a place to do it at first. She had no business experience, but she had a passion. And again, she probably you know was probably losing money doing this at some point, but at some but also she was able to work hard enough, found her market, and is probably making decent money now. I love it. Good for her. Um, one last thing. Alex, Alex and I are about at the same point through Justice League. Bethany, any interest? Mm, not not okay. really so much interest. Mm, mm, mm. You're good. Don't worry about it. Um, you, you did WandaVision, right? Bethany. Beth. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. WandaVision was great, but um, is it Wanda, one or so? Okay, so I... I got back into WandaVision. We watched the first episode and I was like, this is terrible. Like, nobody's going to watch this. So we gave up. And then after everyone had gotten through it and said it was so good, we went back and watched it. And it was, it was good. Yep. It was good. I read somewhere today, somebody said it was the most hyped up show, most talked about show of the year. And I was like, I mean, there wasn't a lot out over the last three months. But yeah, it certainly was. I mean, it certainly did the trick of what you have to do in modern TV now. You've got to be a good TV show, but you also have to get people to talk. And it created a lot of theories, none of which were true. But actually, it's got to, it's got to pluck. It's got to hit three buttons. It's got to be a good show. you got to get people to talk about it and kind of theorize about it. Get people like be a puzzle box and give us memes. And it certainly did that. You know, somebody, I saw something the other day and they were comparing Wanda with a couple other TV characters and they were like, nobody has been through more like shit than Wanda. And I was just like, you know what? That's absolutely true. Like I felt awful for her. I picked up on it actually really easy. um, What, what was happening and what she was doing, but I felt awful for her. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, that sure enough, except Thor, maybe Thor too. Like people have kind of. You know, but anyway, she she went through a lot of stuff, and it was really sad. And <laughs> I know it doesn't make for a good story, but I want her to have a happy ending. <laughs> somebody with in the aftermath of the show, uh, one of the producers or somebody had pointed out that, like, the big villain was um, was Agnes or Agatha. Sorry, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Um, a lot of people thought it would be other things, and that's where all the theories fell flat. But this person who was talking about the show said the villain is grief. And the yeah, villain to, is grief. Yeah. To, to your point, and Wanda had to relive a lot of that in the show. But if you think about it, so she watched her parents get killed. She watched her brother get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she watched her her boyfriend person, uh, her synthesoid thing, get killed. Mm-hmm. Not once. She had to kill him once, and then mm-hmm. watch him die another time. And then she got blipped. So yeah, she's got a lot of. Uh, like lurking trauma that caused her to do some awful things. I mean, it's kind of a good educational story too, because like a lot of people participate in self-preservation activities and they don't even know it. Like you don't even know it. So, um, I picked up on it right away. Thomas didn't believe me. Um, but I, I just, I was like, Oh God, Wanda, I want to see good things for her. And I feel, and that's not a good storyline, but, um, Bethany's like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm leaving. She did leave. I don't, no, she's coming back. But Did she? Um, so we're both at the same point of Justice League. And yes. to, to me, it, let me get this on the record. I, I've never liked Zack Snyder movies. It's dark, but not dark like the Dark Knight trilogy. It's dark with, it's dark and joyless. Mm. And it is obviously a visual spectacle, but it's utterly soulless. What part are you at? Like, what did you leave off at? 
Well, you said you got the Superman coming back. I'm not there. I think I'm to the point where Cyborg is explaining everything and he's going to try to make that Batman ship fly. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when they got in and Cyborg is like, she's speaking to me. She wants to fly. <laughs> kind part? of, yeah. And that that's the guy that has hurled all these things against everybody at WB, at Warner yes. Brothers, yes. the racism, and the Joss Whedon treated them like shit and all this other stuff. And I don't know who to believe. Like, Joss Whedon seems like a, a pretty not great dude. Um, I get it. There are those people. I don't know if he crossed any boundaries that would be like, criminal or he was just a bad boss um well, we okay know, i'll let you finish we don't you know because we weren't there I, I know that uh gal gadot had said something that it wasn't a great work environment but not nobody else really did and i don't want to relitigate this thing but it did dawn on me last night and we so know I, that hold on let me finish uh-huh. we hollywood is an icky place uh-huh. we know that um and it's, it's run by still the wrong people, although some of the better decisions are being made and the bad people are getting booted out. Ray Fisher hasn't been in anything since that movie. Now, I don't... Or he's been in, like, one TV show. Um, I don't know if that's because the bad people have blackballed him or the good people just didn't want to work with him. I mean, he is not enjoyable to watch in that movie. Maybe... Vinny yeah. said, <clears throat> Vinny said, I don't think they're going to redo the Oscars after watching his performance. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it brings him back in the spotlight. And he, have been, he has talked to anybody that will listen about how awful he was treated during that movie. So you and I are on opposite sides of this because I actually feel like because he was speaking up and his lack of career, you know, outside of this, like he's willing to risk that because, you know, you know, automatically, even, I mean, this happens everywhere. If you are somebody that speaks up instead of going with status quo, like there are just naturally going to be people that aren't going to want to work with you because they think you're a troublemaker. So I think he was speaking up despite what it could do for him, which lets me know that he might be coming from a place of truth. I know Gal Gadot had made comments about it. Um, Jason Momoa has fully supported him and made comments about the work environment and agreed and said it was in fact what it was. And then I think that there's a couple actresses that came out and said they weren't allowed to be in a room alone with him because of how like either dangerous he was or there was potential for wrongdoing or there was wrongdoing and that was the result instead of like maybe a full on report. So I think that enough for me has come out to where I believe them compared to like, "Mm, we don't, we don't know. Like, I think we do know. Um, It's just not, it's not a bigger story. So Josh Whedon is still able to do what he does. Well, he's not. I, I think he has not worked a lot lately and his reputation has certainly been tarnished. So I, I I believe that he is a probably pretty, pretty at, at best, he seems like a pretty awful person to work for. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe cross lines. I don't know. This is where like you're dealing with like auteurs. Like I bet it's not easy to work for Beyonce. <laughs> um, but if you talk bad about Beyonce, you vanish from Earth. See, um, I feel like I don't know. I it reminds me of Katherine Heigl. Yeah, and, and this this is what. Well, I agree. But let me say this is what we'll never know. Um, we just don't know because we weren't there. And what one person perceives one way, another could perceive another way. Because you're right, Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa both said they supported him, but they didn't give any details. And Jason maybe, Momoa did, didn't he? He did. I, I don't know. I don't remember any um, that he did. Because, and maybe they're, and maybe they're 
entrenched in Hollywood where they're not yeah. willing to risk it. But they also, those two have the cachet to go, this, this, and this happened, and everyone will support them. I'm surprised that more people, black Twitter or whatever, hasn't like rallied behind Ray Fisher That's true. to create this. And this is why I'm left with, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's and we'll never know because we're not there. So or maybe we will a couple of years from now as it resurfaces and, and more people are willing to talk. But yeah, it's I mean, it's it's interesting. I don't know enough. And I was that was what I was going to say about my opinion of um, what I've seen so far. I watch most of these movies, Justice League and Marvel for the entertainment and I follow along, like I watch all of the movies, so I have an idea of it. I don't know a whole lot beyond that. So like, um, oh, you probably haven't gotten to that part yet, it's so I fine. won't say it. There's a cameo with the Martian dude. Yeah, the Martian Manhunter. It, and he's in the original movie, but not in not in the, not in the Whedon cut. So no, I had no idea who that was. And so I was like, who's this dude? But something tells me he's a good guy. So let me yes. like look him up. And I found, out that he, I found out that he was. But that was allegedly a cameo everyone was looking forward to where I had no idea who that was. So that's the extent of my knowledge. And I think that goes into also directors too because they're direct. I know Michael Bay when it comes to action and things like that. But I don't really know your Josh Whedon or your Zack Snyder like I would know Ava DuVernay or... Um, you know, some of the other some of the other ladies and, and gentlemen in other films. So check this out. Um, a lot of movies have been shot in the Detroit area. You know that, uh, right? I do know that, yep. So my, uh, when, so Justice League was doing shooting in Detroit, just like uh, Batman Superman was. And uh, my mentor, uh, he is, he works in radio, but also he, is the morning anchor on the Fox affiliate, the local Fox affiliate up in Detroit. Really? Yeah. So, and he is, he loves Superman more than I love Transformers. Okay. Um, it's, it's wild stuff. So, the, Zack Snyder and everybody, they're, they're shooting in Detroit. He is a diehard conservative. So, he flips on the Fox local news. Mm-hmm sees my friend that he's a big Superman fan and casted him in the Batman versus Superman movie as a news person. Interesting. That's very cool. Yeah, but the, I like the aspect of it that Zack Snyder is a diehard conservative, so he flipped on the Fox affiliate, and the local affiliates don't have any kind of bias like yeah. like the big ones do, but yeah. Um, yeah. Did you? <laughs> I, I thought it was neat. Um, so they've added stuff to this movie that makes sense and ties things together, they've added things that makes it even more confusing. I did like the first battle on Earth where you saw a Green Lantern. So I, I was like, is that Green Lantern? And Tommy said yes. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So I did know that. Well, one but of them. There's a lot of lanterns. Uh, well, see, see, I don't know that far. And, and that was what was confusing me because I thought we were sitting down to watch a whole new film, you know, essentially... Uh, the storyline continuing from what we most recently saw, like the most, the justice league movie we most recently saw. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've seen this already. I've seen this already. I know what it's about to happen here. I'm confused. Like, and then I was just like, I'm confused. And then, you know, Thomas and I kind of said, there's new stuff in here. So that maybe they're trying to piece together everything. And because it was four hours long, I said, okay, maybe the first half 
is them reminding us what happened in a certain like order. So then the second half is actually all new stuff, but I don't even think nope. that's what's going to happen. No. And then once I'm looking it up and it's like the Zack Snyder cut. And I was like, I think they're legitimately redoing everything. So there, there was the feature length that Zack Snyder made. And obviously his, his daughter killed herself. He came yeah. off the project, but he was probably going to try to release a three hour movie. That's fine. But I'm sure he had upwards of four hours of, of material that he shot. And when he came off the project, Joss Whedon came in and they're like, you got to make this thing two hours. Like people are not going to sit in the theater that long. So he sliced it and diced it and made it and tried to make it as much sense as he, as he could with what he had to work with. When the Snyder cut internet thing started rolling, um, and obviously it was the great, it was the perfect place to put it on HBO Max. It became mm-hmm. a tent pole to get people. I guess HBO Max crashed sometime last night. Oh, um, wow. With, with new subscribers, which is, it's good for them. It's good press for them. Agreed. So it was all the original Snyder footage, and they shot $70, $70 million worth of new footage. And here you have this four hour saga, which you can't put in the theater, but again, it's perfect for streaming so all things came together for fans to get the Snyder cut for Snyder to see his artistic vision which by the way is in 4-3 and looks awful on everybody's television where they have to watch this um, and you see in the beginning the, the disclosure it's it's in 4-3 so that uh, to keep Snyder's artistic vision in place what's 4-3? You, uh, it's like a normal old tube TV did you not notice that? No, yeah, I I have no idea about this stuff. No, it's it's a square on your rectangle TV. Oh yes, four three. Like, isn't that a ratio? Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. Yep. And yes, I, I did notice that. It's not real crisp as I would expect, uh-huh. um, on my on my 4K television. Yeah, but it's all to keep the the artist's vision in place, and it's just it's so long, and I don't think he's a good movie. I don't like his movies again. It's soulless. It's joyless. But I mean, to see the extra stuff, fine. It, it's wild. The the villain, the dark side guy, mm-hmm. is art. He is the Thanos of DC, and <laughs> how Joss Whedon found a way to cut him out and make that first thing make sense. I mean, these movies are not good. They're they're not cohesive like Marvel movies. So I I am okay with it. We again, we watched like two and a half hours. It didn't even feel like two and a half hours to me, but I wasn't exactly glued to it. Like I was still getting up and maybe doing stuff around the house. I did my nails while I was watching it. So like I wasn't just completely glued to it, but I didn't notice it. I've seen a couple of people say they really liked it and didn't even realize they were sitting down for four hours. Um, the villains remind me of one of my favorite movie series is The Hobbit. And there's a... Um, really bad character and I'm his name is escaping me and I feel like they're two of the same if not like the same voice like the same person at least I don't Could know be. um and they look exactly the same which I thought was a miss actually because I said you can't keep making all these like big beefy like animal like villains look the same they all look the same um but anywho I kind of I'm I'm with it I like it once I realized what was happening and then I lowered my expectation and just got used to what you know what i mean what we were watching and so we'll finish it out um but yeah i hope that i mean i hope justice league can continue to improve now other people have the next internet thing has has been bring back the snyder verse and i don't think he wants anything to do with it but you know when you write a check big enough and we'll see what 
the feedback is from from this. I don't know. And that's been the problem all along. Like Marvel's had a Kevin Feige. He's the over he's the godfather of all things Marvel. Like nobody nobody puts a costume on or a color on any of those movies without his stamp of approval. And DC mm-hmm. never had that. So Right, right. We talked about that. Hold on one second. I gotta do a traffic report and then we'll uh, wrap it all up. Okay. All earlier incidents are clear, so just you, you all earlier incidents are clear now, just your usual Friday afternoon volume. If you're seeing something we're not passing along, that's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Um, I've tried to... I've just tried to watch it and appreciate the visual nature of it. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, the plot is, is super weird. And um, I don't... All his movies are shot exactly like like Michael Bay things. Like right. Michael Bay's got his little things, and I guess every movie maker has that. But do you know the other uh, uh, Zack Snyder movies? Like no. what he's done? No, tell uh, me. Three hundred. Oh, I love Three Hundred. Yeah, um, I think he did Sin City. Did not watch Sin City. He did the other uh, th- uh, the Three Hundred sequel, and loved that. Oh shoot! Don't ask me. Uh, one more. I, I, um, my favorite movie of his is Watchmen. <gasps> okay, so which, then I don't know. I think I might like Zack Snyder then. Which all he did for me was adapted every single comic book panel from that legendary graphic novel. But to me, everything of Zack Snyder's is derivative of 300, which was great and iconoclastic at the time, but it's like, huh. So... Yeah, I I don't know. So then do you think he would be better versed for like a Mortal Kombat film? If yeah. it's, you know yes. what I mean? Because uh, I, I would put that together. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, I mean, he'll never make like a soft, sultry comedy or chick flick. I don't, I don't know. I just don't like his stuff. I don't like the visuals he creates. Again, like there's so many things that I wa- was watching last night. I'm like, I saw that in 300. It was cool then. It's not now. So. <laughs> yeah, 300 is actually one of my favorite movies with the, both of them. So Yeah, I mean, it's, it's visionary. It truly mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So I guess, it, I, I mean, I would be, wouldn't be so angsty against him if there was more cohesiveness with all the, with all these movies. He should do something. Um, he should go in a different direction and do maybe something related to like, um, like I really love Immortals too. The movie Immortals. He might he have do done that. that. I knew it. I friggin' knew it. And he, I feel like if you're telling me that he did 300 and Watchmen and Sin City, the only other film in my mind that I can think of right now is like Immortals. That that okay, sounds he like he but didn't. He, but Henry Cavill is in that movie. Is he? Is that the one he's in or is that the other guy? No, that is the one he's in. And Steven Dorff, Luke Evans is in that movie. Kellen Lutz, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, that's I wonder- the, that's the one when the um, that's the one where the the oracles were like steaming to death in that metal bowl and it was terrible. I, did, I didn't see it. Um, oh my god. There was like they would always cut to like this really big bowl. And there would be steam coming from the nose and there's fire up under it. And so you thought that like, okay, it's just like a piece of art, but there would be like screaming coming from the nose, but you thought it was, you know, how like on a coffee pot on the stove, it screams when it steams and Mm -hmm. it's ready. It turns out there was women in there that were being tortured, (laughs) like, and they were screaming because they were being boiled to death. Like slowly it was, it was sick and dark. I loved it. 
Are you gonna watch? <laughs> are you gonna watch uh, Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier with Thomas? Yeah, we'll probably watch that this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I I am preparing myself for lots of um, internal conflict with oneself and PTSD. Why? Uh, just for the characters. Oh, I see. So, and that's I, I'm good with that. Um, but I and I like all these. I like these characters more than the Wandavision ones. Um, so I'm I'm very I've of all the the coming Marvel shows I think I've looked forward to this the most. And then Loki is shortly after that, and I love um, Loki. Tom characters. Hiddleston, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that'll be good. It'll be a good couple weeks. Well, have a blessed rest of your weekend. Oh, oh my gosh, I'll try. I have some Beth, viewings Bethany, tomorrow. Bethany was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." She sure did. She didn't even say bye. Maybe her <laughs> daughter was having a fit. I'll send you. Um, I have an. Um, a link that I'll send you. One of the houses we're looking at, I sent it to you already. The photos are available now, so we can look on the inside. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that one that didn't have... I was curious. I was like, this is not right. When there's... when they, What they don't show you is more important than what they do show you. Yes, but it's only been up for, I want to say, like a week. It's only been coming soon for a week, and there's already like 186 saves on it. So 186 people have like saved it for viewing later or sent it to people. So it's going to be interesting. And now they've uploaded the photos and it looks even better on the inside, I feel like, than we thought it would. So um, it's going to be interesting. But we'll go look at it. I know you know this, but I just came up with a great analogy for like what you're playing in. So you know at the casino, there's like the poker room? Yes. Yeah, you need to be out at the slots, like the penny slots. <laughs> I do need to be at the penny slots. And it's I through, hate gambling. It's, and, and it's through no fault of your own, but it's like just... No, you're right. You're it, right. It, it, it's I, I don't know if you saw this, but I read something the other day that said now building a house is becoming super costly because the cost of materials is go is going up, which I guess mm-hmm. is not a surprise, but like wood, lumber, and whatever else you use to build a house, like those costs are going up. Yeah, because they're probably taking advantage of how many people are building because they can't get a house in the market. It's, it's interesting, but, and it's funny how you think about it because even though like I love the inside of this home um, and I know we're like going on when we're supposed to be no, wrapping fine. up. Part of it, part of what makes me a little bit uncomfortable, although we're going to do it anyway, is because it's at the top of the budget and which I am most comfortable with. Like we could spend that money, but if we have to outbid someone, which we are most likely going to have to do, we have very little wiggle room for this house. So it's like this house is in our budget, but not enough for in case we have to outbid. So you almost have to find a house you love at the lower end of your budget because you know you're going to have to offer like five to ten thousand dollars at least more you know what i mean to get it just remember and keep this in mind and i got to remember this as well you have something that many others who might have more resources financially have that uh you have it that they don't two dead parents in a year i so i have to send i know i have to send the letter off to our realtor and i just i don't love it but i'm going to and you know maybe maybe it could make the difference maybe it couldn't i mean there are some people we know that like took a lesser offer because they liked the, the people that were buying it. So you never know. But, um, should yeah, write, so we should write like an old civil war letter, like, <laughs> like on some parchment that's been burned up and diet, like dearest homeowner. <laughs> I did say, so again, this isn't a joke to me. Like I'm not manipulating. It is actually true. I read the letter to my mom and I cried a little bit cause I was reading out loud essentially everything we had gone through without really, you don't even think about it, but when you're reading it back, you're like, damn. 
And at the end, I was just like, you know, good luck with your you know, journey and selling your home and moving to a new location. And we hope that you choose us to continue making memories in your home or something like that. And I was just like, that's not bad, Alex. Good job. Good job. Watch out, Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not being manipulative. You're being honest. And these are the these are the bullets and the gun that you have to use. because I sent it to you, right? You did not. I thought I did. Yes, I did. Maybe. Send it again? Yeah, I'll send it again. All right. Well, have a good weekend. Send uh, send the one with the pictures again. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.